Are you there? Yes. Hi. Hi. Okay. What's up, you guys? Good afternoon, boss gang. You guys already know what time it is. It's your girl, Tanisha Bynum, checking in with you guys on Queen Talk, the podcast. So this is season two, episode six. Um, I don't know if you guys are regular um, streamers or whatever, but if this is your first episode tapping in, I just want to let, you know, give you guys a little background behind it. So I've been streaming an episode of um, a different variety of interviews with different people in different career fields. So today I have the honor of um, interviewing a teacher. Her name is Mrs. Rochelle Harriel, and we are going to talk about teaching and education. So Rochelle, say hey to everybody. Hi, so nice to be here. Thank you. It's such an honor to be able to be on your talk show. I enjoy it. It's such an inspiration. Thank you for everything that you've been doing. <laughs> for sure, girl. No, we appreciate you guys. I feel like teachers, oh my God, they are just so undervalued. Teachers are a big deal. So I'm excited to interview you and talk about it as well. So ready to get into it? Let's jump into it. Okay, so the first question I have, of course, what are your teaching credentials? So I have a bachelor's in math, and then I have a master's in curriculum and instruction. So I went to school for math, and then I took an alternate route to get certified as a teacher. So, oh my God, that just sounds like so much. Okay, so, <laughs> but it sounds like so cool. It sounds like, oh my God, she's definitely educated. So, well, like, kind of just keeps my options open because at first I was kind of like, do I want? Because you can get your, um, you can get a degree in math education, but then I feel like it kind of like limits if I wanted to do something outside of education. So I just went like a pure math, uh, math route, and then I ended up going and getting my master's in education. So all my options are open. So you went to school several times for like your um. For well, your for uh, undergrad, I went for four years, and I majored in math and I minored in computer science. Mm -hmm. And then um, for my graduate program, it was probably about I think eighteen months is what I did. So it was like a year and a half program. Okay, that sounds cool. Okay, those are some nice credentials. Congratulations on that. So, like, what grade do you teach and, like, what subject? I feel like you're about to say math. <laughs> no, so I, um, right now, this year, I teach Algebra 2 with statistics, but I've taught um, Algebra 1, I've taught Geometry, I've taught Intermediate Algebra, I've taught Business Math, so I've taught a, a variety of things, and I've taught all grade levels from ninth or actually 8th through 12th. I did 8th grade in summer school, but I primarily teach just ninth through 12th, so I've, I've taught at the high school, I've done middle school for summer school. Um, but I have never like taught in middle school, but I'm certified to teach grades six through 12. So like if you could pick a permanent grade to teach at, what grade would you pick? Oh, I'm going to say juniors. I like, I like the 11th graders. Okay. I can see that. I can see yeah, that. Sure. Well, cause you're, I always tell people this ninth grade. They're new to the high school. So I always feel like they're like antsy. They, they like. <laughs> are you know they're like oh we're new yeah. they're still all over the place um 10th grade they're not freshmen anymore so they kind of be walking around with their nose stuck up like oh we look at we, the we yeah, we made it. um seniors they're ready to get out so right. they're kind of like they're, good, they're ready to go 
Um, and your juniors, they still have another year left. They realize like, okay, great. This is when they realize grades are important. Mm-hmm. So they're like trying to fight for their GPA. I also feel like junior year is the hardest year for kids. Like out of all, like they have the, t- it's tough. So I try to encourage them because for them, they have senioritis more than what the seniors do. They're ready to get out. They like have nothing to look forward to. Like they're, they're not the f- new people on campus and they still have another year. So they're like, oh my God, <laughs> not another day. But they're more laid back. They're more laid back out of everybody. So I do, I enjoy the juniors a lot. Junior is probably like, um, as an adult having a midlife crisis. It like, is. It is <laughs> my hardest year in high school. I struggled in my 11th grade year. And, and I was a straight A student. And it was so hard for me my 11th grade year. Like, Absolutely. just for me to wrap my mind around being there every day. I felt like the days were just long. It was like, oh, my goodness. Are we ever going to finish here? So it was tough <laughs> for me. Yeah. Definitely, definitely understand that. So how long have you been teaching? This is my 10th year. Oh I'm my in year 10. You're like an OG teacher. Listen, listen, I still feel like, dang, I've been teaching for 10 years. I can't believe it. Like, well, okay. So my next question, I guess, would be what inspired you to like teach? Why did you want to become a teacher? Clearly you love it for 10 years. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. I did not start off. I didn't major in math to be a teacher. I um, majored in, I wanted to be a lawyer. So I had planned on going to um, law school. I planned on joining the military, becoming a JAG officer. Like I had all these um, dreams that did not include (laughs) education. You know, in high, um, what is it? Middle school, high school, you take those interest tests. Mm -hmm. And lawyers always been at the bottom, but I've always, education, finance has always been number one. And Mm so I, um, I got the job shadow, an attorney, down here in Alabama during my senior year and she was like yo go to school and major in what you're good at and because if you want to go to law school you know they're going to look at your grades and so go and major in something that you enjoy and it'll stand out that's different so I was like yo I love math and math is like a good attorneys that tell you that math is really good because it teaches you how to look at things and so that's why I ended up majoring in math and then I was like, I re- I've always, like, we used to play school growing up all the time. I used to love playing school. And so then when I married my husband, me and my husband got married um, early, early. I think I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, he's in the military. And so it was like, okay, well, what's something that I can do that, you know, work I like travel and move? Yeah, that I can travel and move. And so I ended up, you see, what's crazy is I originally started off in math education, even before I met my husband. Mm-hmm. I had started off in math education and then I went to pure math. I was like, oh, I need all my options open. And so then I got to job shadow some teachers like my freshman year. And I was like, you know what? I actually <laughs> like this. So I started doing peer mentoring in college and then I did the tutoring in college. And so that I, hey, I just did it. And I, I, Hey, I enjoy it and I stuck with it. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sometimes stuff is for us and that's just like if you don't, how you know you don't like it if you try don't try it. So yes, that's it. I always have I always tell people like when I stop enjoying it, I'll leave it. Like right. I, that's me. Like I, I feel like I'm I'm never too old to switch career fields. So absolutely. Hey. I feel like that too. I will try it out. Yes. Okay, so since you've been on the journey of being a teacher and educator, what would you say are your favorite parts of it? I think is 
I really enjoy the kids being able to inspire them. And I think it's just having somebody in their corner other than like a parent, somebody that, um, you know, as a teacher, you become everything. You become a mom, you become a counselor, Period. you become a relationship advisor. I you become everything for them. And I just, yeah, it is. I enjoy, I, I, I truly love, teaching math i really do i love teaching it um and it's a subject that i'll be honest a lot of kids hate me i'm a kid i'm a adult math is not my thing and it's so crazy because i love money and i never miscalculated but math is not my preference and the truth is you know and i i'm there to tell them like calculator to encourage them and so i enjoy i think like I feel like I'm a down-to-earth teacher. So having a down-to-earth math teacher, I think Matters. makes such a big difference for them. Mm-hmm. So I do, I enjoy just being, I enjoy the kids. Like, they're funny to me, man. They, right. I tell people all the time, who they be telling all their parents business? <laughs> <laughs> they tell everything. Kids are so honest. And they talk and they talk. They keep me here. Like, I'm oh, like, I'm that's that's my boys are coming up. That's yeah. that age where they're like figuring themselves out and seeing their parent as a person and yes. all types of stuff. Yeah. So it's the kids. The kids, man, they're, I really do. I enjoy the kids. <laughs> that's a great answer. I think that's, that's what all teachers should um, enjoy about it. And I do feel like teachers are very vital. Like teachers are kind of like, you know, they spend almost as much as time with your kids as you do. I think COVID taught them that. Yeah, COVID taught. I think before COVID, um, people took advantage. Teachers of were underappreciated. They were not appreciated. And I think in COVID, the, you know, right now, and I don't think people realize the crisis that's going on. And I think that, um, like, when we're out there, we're voting. We really need to pay attention to, man, the shortage is real. Mm-hmm. The shortage for teachers is real. And I don't think people understand like what goes on and and it's a hard field to be in like I tell people it is just because you know something doesn't mean you can teach it right there's a lot of math majors out there but it's hard to find a good teacher that can break it down make it so that the kids can understand it that's hard and I think that people viewed us as babysitters Mm -hmm. and that and that's not what it was like oh they're just an overpaid babysitter why do they need to make this much money why do they need to do and I tell people you to pay a teacher for the time that they actually spend doing oh man these teachers put in work people think oh well they got the summers off no they they don't have the summers off like they spend the summer preparing for the school they're preparing they like truly they may get maybe four weeks off three Mm -hmm. to four weeks if they get three to four three to four and i'm talking about like if you took all the days and combined them, it's not like a three foot like they may and coaches like, like you get july they don't, get any you don't time have to come to work at all in the month of july yeah like i i'll say i try to take june to my like i really do try to i try to take june but even then like i have tra- i went to a trainer june i went through a bunch of trainers in July. Like, so we, we train, like we constantly have trainings and things that we have to go through. And so people are like, yeah, but you have to, no, we don't, no, we don't. And then we're <laughs> lesson planning. You have to prepare for the next year because you don't teach the same thing every year. That's what people don't understand. Like we don't, we, they're like, we, they think cause I'm in algebra. Last year I did geometry. I did algebra two the year before then I did regular algebra two, advanced algebra two and geometry. So we teach different things. All, like every year we don't always just teach the same thing 
Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That definitely all of that makes sense. And then I just would assume that the summer would be spent like preparing for the next school year because I'm pretty sure like those test papers and all that kind of stuff. Don't y'all have to print that stuff? Well, yeah. So you have to you have to prepare your lesson. People like you you have the book, but you got to put that stuff in a format to where right. Oh, you and all those papers y'all send home. I know y'all have to get them packets together. Yes, you got to get you have to get so much stuff ready, and then the state mandates trainings. That's what people don't understand. We have mandated trainings that we have to stay. It's the same way. Like you have to stay up to date on your credentials. Right. So you got all that stuff that goes into it. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay, so next question. What would you say, because you said your favorite part is the kids, which means you pay great attention to them, which is very important and great, especially in your career field. So what would you say are some positive and negative traits that you see within kids? Like if you had a parent in front of you and you could give them some advice about some kids that you see in school, like what type of things? Whew. Um, <laughs> not the deep breath. <laughs> you got another hour? No, just no, listen. Okay, so um, also, I, I like to start off with the positive, and I'm going to say this to anybody that's listening, man. To uh, to every, we have to stop being so negative towards this generation. Absolutely. Like I have, I, I can't. One thing my kids will tell you, I advocate for every generation. But I have I not advocate for these kids. Like people do they are living in a different world than what we lived in. You cannot, Absolutely. and the thing is, is that like from from our, just our world, the age that we are, Tanisha, like where there is so different. Like these people live in thirties, and they these kids are so different. I don't care what nobody say. These kids are so advanced, and even in the midst of me having my own kids, my four-year-old and my 13-year-old, they're, they're different. Like, they're different, and it's a different... And I hear all the time, oh, these kids are just... Oh, this generation is off. I always tell people, I say, you might want to be thankful that you don't live in a social media where everything's recorded, where everything you do is watched, everything can come oh, back to It's so stressful that's here. what people do not understand. You're, you're, you look at this generation, you talk crap about them because everything is blasted and on display. They don't have a man like, people don't understand if these kids, bullying is different. Like, like once they hit the internet, it's so different to where, like you, like you have to it's stop so different to the point that up. these kids are killing themselves because yes. it's extreme. Yes, it is extreme, and we about we have to we have to rearrange the way that we think. I've been teaching for ten years, and from my mm -hmm. first year teaching to now, it is drastically different, and it's tough. It's tough, which is why teachers are leaving this is tough now but mm -hmm. i would say like the pros if you ask me about the kids these kids are um <laughs> they're <laughs> i like the fact that they are in tune with their feelings like i like it Thanks. i like that they can tell you like man I, I feel this type of way that might get on people's nerves but i like they're it. so much more open they know how to communicate well yeah something with my kids a lot of people like that's the argument and debate i have with a lot of people you let them kids say anything no i, no, I let my kids be open and have yes. an opinion input but my kids can tell me mom i don't like when you do like i even go to my kids yes good we good you know i've been getting on your nerves because you've been getting on mine a little bit um yes 
you know? Yes, peer, it's different. And I think that, like, even, and that's one thing that I, I would say, like, parents have to, like, listen to, like, talk to your kids, listen to them, because it is rough out here. Um, and so I think that's a positive. I think that they are hustlers in a different way. Like, they realize, like, you can make money. Like, they're they're always thinking about how they go These make money. kids want lemonade stands. Yes, oh like, they're already, like, I hear they talking about stocks, bonds, this, that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll see you. But, and that's one thing. I would say the tough thing about this generation is the instant gratification. They they could turn in a paper to me. Do you have it ready yet? I, um, Listen, you just turned this in to me five minutes ago. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't work that fast and i'm a pretty fast grader or it's like they turn in something late and what i this is one big thing that i tell them if you turn in it on time because i'm a pretty like i grade tests like they take a test tests are graded in the grade book same day like i grade put in the grade book same day right so but like let's just say you turn in something late the assignment was due monday you you don't turn it in on time mm-hmm. i tell them like Hey, I update my grades every Friday. Late assignments get updated on Fridays. Like you turned it in late, you don't get it right then and there. So it says that they want like instant. And I will say this, and I'm not, they're not, it's not that they're not hard workers because that's not true. I think that they are, they don't understand that everything isn't just, just like, and it's not all of them. Some of them have that like, it is is you have to give it to me. You you better do like it's like a I, I can't really explain it. It's like I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do that. Like I don't right. have to like I hear this all the time. Well, if we all fail, you just have to throw it out. No, I don't. Well, you just know it's you know when it comes down to certain little traits like that, you know it's all about what they've been taught at home. So mm-hmm. some kids are just yes. titled and they're not taught to be. You know you yeah know how that go. Yeah, that, and, I, and I like I say, it's just a different man. Like the social media, the cell phone, it's like you as a teacher, you're not winning the cell phone war. You like, have the, I bet they be having those phones in class, yeah. don't they? Hey, so what I do to combat it because you can do a, if, if you had to write a referral for every cell phone, you'd be that's all you would do. You would spend your day writing referrals. I can only, so write. I tell them your cell phones have to be flat. Mm-hmm. flat. They're flat. I don't know. You're scrolling. I don't know. Flat. Leave them flat. Is You can't hold it up in your hand. It's flat. And so That's far, cool. that That's has fair. worked for me to get them to pay attention because they don't. And one thing I have to tell them all the time, and this is another hard thing with them, is that if you are looking down at your phone, you're scrolling, you're doing something that I don't, I'm not going back to repeat that because you opted not to pay attention. Like, so for them, they're used to, because guess what? If I didn't catch something, I can rewind it back. That's what they're used to. So for right. to help this generation, I record all my lessons. I record everything. So I, um, my planning block, I record during it. So I pretty much teach all that. I don't, I don't get that, that planning block to myself all the way because I record my lessons for them. And some people may say, yeah, no, right. they, should, they should get it in class. But I always tell myself, like, if a kid's absent. And they need going back to reteach, or if let's just say, like I always tell people, like people fall asleep in class, and I don't get mad as some people do because I feel like oh, they have rough days just like us. They might have couldn't sleep. Who knows what went on at home? 
Right. And I literally they was arguing at night or something happened at night. You never ever know what went on to where they didn't get any sleep. And so they go to sleep in my class. Don't get me wrong. I'll go over there. Hey, you good? Or And I give my kids. They can come in and say, Miss Hera, I got a really bad headache. I couldn't stay home. Hey, lay down. The lesson's recorded. I give them that because guess what? They're human. I know when I if I have a headache, some of their parents won't let them stay home. So they're coming to school and they're sick. They're not feeling good. Guess what? You take it. Like, I understand it. And it's not like all the time. Like, I don't let people take advantage of me. And it right, rarely absolutely. happens. Like, this isn't that. But if they do, the lesson's <laughs> recorded. It's recorded. Go on there and watch the lesson. Right. Absolutely. It, we don't, I don't think that you would be letting them ice skate on you, Miss Rochelle. We yeah. know. <laughs> We can tell you run that classroom on a good accord. Yeah, that, that, that's what they'll say. They'll say, you don't, you don't have any behavior problems. No, but I, I will say, I'm a respectful teacher. I don't raise my voice at um the kids. Right. I don't I don't get into what I call pissing matches with kids. Like, mm -hmm. I don't respond to everything. I pick my back. I'm not one of the, I'm not arguing about every little thing. I, I don't do that. I always tell you, you're not going to win a pissing match with a, a high schooler who's trying to prove themselves. You won't do it. You won't. You won't win it. Absolutely. Okay. I feel like you're probably really understanding it with your kids. And that's it, that's something that you have to be with kids. And that's what a lot of people act. You have to understand that you're a kid. They're young. You yes. have patience with them. You have to understand they're human. Even though they're a child, they're still human. They got thoughts, feelings, emotions, all those kind of things. So I feel like that's, you know, it's good hearing you state these things because that is important in the role of teaching. So like it yeah. is. So what type of advice would you give to, like, if someone wants to be a teacher or educator, what type of advice would you give them all the way down to schooling, to selecting their career, just, you know, the whole shebang? Um, that's a good question. I would definitely start off, and I'll say this, teaching isn't easy. Um, you're going to give up some nights. You're going to give up some weekends. It's long hours just because they tell you that you work from – 7.50 to 3.30, understand that that's like the school time. Um, it's going to go beyond that, but you have to be in it for the kids. Um, you have to really, and, and I always say this, I say, of course, we're there for a check. Like I, I, I always say people say, don't, you can't just say you're there for a check. I'm, I'm, I'm here because I'm not rich. Like, I don't mean that. <laughs> because but, I get paid to do I, this, I, but I this is what I tell. Because I tell my kids, I'm like, hey, listen, ask me questions. Like I get paid to be here. This They pay <laughs> for you to ask me questions. This, so, and they always have, they say, oh, it, it makes them feel good. Cause I say, don't ever tell me that you're asking me too many questions because I get paid to be here. So yes, we are there for a check, but you also do. You have to be there and realize that you are so much more than a teacher. So, it, you know, you're going to carry everything. Those kids are going to come to you. They are going to, you become their person. If you watch Grey's Anatomy, then you know what I mean when I say their person. You become the person that they lean on. You're going to have kids. I mean, they're going to remember you from forever. forever. They don't have to watch Grey's Anatomy. People have went through school like teachers are important. Like I still literally remember so many of my teachers. There's three by sp specific. Miss Kensi, my my first grade teacher. Of course, she was a beautiful black lady. You know, she's Ms. still teaching. Of she course, still teaching. She's of amazing. Course. She's she amazing. Facebook, girl. Yes. Yes. Like teachers are vital. Teachers matter. They become everything. I like girl teachers. Oh, heavy on the teachers are vital. They. They become everything to their students. Like. It is. So I would I would tell them that that and just um, you know, I will also say take your mental health days. Like as teachers, we feel like we can't take off because we are mandate. I, I feel like the state has us teaching so much more and it's not enough time. 
take your days and understand at the end of the day you can only do what you can do um that's that's all you can do like you can only do what you can do don't don't kill yourself overdoing it and my last thing i would say is because i struggle with this and i made a post a couple of weeks ago about the hardest thing about being a teacher it's not the classroom it's coming home to your kids and after you've dealt with kids all day take time for your kids leave something to give to your family don't like you're there at the schoolhouse but remember that you still got your family at home so leave something for you to give to your kids if you have kids um so right. that that would be my big thing that is great advice beautiful advice especially in the end because i can only imagine that it's like that like my kids said something one time they go to daycare after school and they're like mamas they're hiring that daycare i'm like what <laughs> I'm not going to the daycare deal with other people's kids and then come home to you. Like, them some strong people. Yes, like, it's, and I'll tell you, it's the toughest, man. It is so tough to the point of where I would say, you know, you become so, you're, I don't want to say you're aggravated, but it's tough because you teach all day and then you're coming home. And I have an eight, uh, well, he's about to be eight and a four-year-old. So, man, I'm having to come home and work with them. And it's like, oh, my God, I've been doing this all day. Here I am doing this again for, you know, it's, man, it's right. tough. Right. It's tough. Well, you are appreciated. And you and all the other teachers and educators are appreciated because people just can't excel in life without you guys. And that's just the bottom line to it. You guys are that vital. So, you know. On my behalf of everybody in my boss gang who's listening on Queen Talk, you are appreciated. I want to say one thing, and I say this all the time, to the Black educators, to the male educators, you may not realize how important it is. And I've taught in different states, and I've been the only Black teacher at a school. Representation matters. How was that? Man, it was, it was tough. It was tough. It was of tough. Course. Um, very tough. Like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that at that. That was a tough thing. That was probably it was tough. Um, but I, I it matters. Representation matters. It does. You being there, male, like and, and I'm not discrediting any other teacher. Let me when I say this. Or no I'm other race. No other race. I'm not discrediting any of that. But, but I'm, it is, I'm, it I'm is. specifically talking to you know, just two group like male educators of all races and then black teachers in general. Your representation. I think I read, and, and it was old, but I think it was like um, the schools, I think 80% 80, 80 of them are very diverse, whereas the teachers are only 20% diverse. So it was some type of thing like that. And I remind myself of that when I go up in there like, man, just being able to see a black teacher there, it allows, it just allows them to dream and be able to see so much and know like oh man I, i've had i this, remember like, mrs harriel yes and she that's was black the, she was a teacher I and when i was at the the only black teacher it was but no it's these kids had never seen it like even they was like i've never ever known a black teacher because of where they lived it they didn't even know like like it was like oh my goodness you're 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 the black teacher oh my, i've never had a, a black teacher like it was so shocking to them and i, I hear all the time like oh man i got a black teacher like you're my first teacher, you're my black teacher. beautiful black teacher. So I know yeah, they'd be thank like, Thank oh you, my thank God. you. So yes, I just want to let people know, man, your representation matters. I appreciate all educators, though. I really do. 
Thank y'all for what you do. Keep striving. I know COVID year was probably our hardest year ever, the year of COVID, the year after. And I, listen, don't nobody else appreciate the educators. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank y'all for everything that you do. Absolutely, you guys. Anything else you want to add? That is it. Thank, thank you, Tanisha, for having me. Um, continue to do what you do. You know, we've known each other for years. And you are, yes, you are an amazing person with a big heart, man, continue to inspire people. You may not know that you're inspiring people. You may not know what you do, but you really do like you, Hey, thank you. I've been listening to your podcast, like in the mornings when, so, you know, when I'm getting ready and just hear your affirmations of the day, hearing you talk, man, thank you for everything. Like you, you really do. And one thing about you, girl, you always been a hustler. Always <laughs> going to get it. And I love that about you. You're driven. You're an amazing mother and you make it look easy. I don't know how you do it. It like ain't. I, if I could pat you on the back a million times, you make like like you you carry it, man. Every blow, everything you just pick back up and keep going. And man, if, if people, if y'all don't know her story, bro, she picks back up, she keeps going. She's amazing. Thank you, and it's an honor for you to have me on here. Thank you. Thank you, Queen. It's an honor to have you as well because of everything you stated. Having a black woman in a career field, like I just love doing this series, like. You know, I'm not racist or anything. I love everybody, but I just find it an honor to interview Black Excellence and to highlight this, like, you know, Queen Talk. That's what I do it for. So, thank you, too, girl. This has been a great interview. Boss Gang, we out. Bye, Rochelle. Bye.